Good day, lovely listeners. This is Uncle and this is Ni. And we are very loud in Accra, in our studios at Labadi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today, the topic of the day is education. Yep. And I'm sure that all you lovely listeners have had some form of education, whether formal or informal. Yeah. Yeah, and education um, is very, very necessary for every society in this world. Education is a form of um, passing down information and how the current generation wants the future generation to behave, how we want the society to form. So education is like a mean of training um, the, the current generation to behave and to act and to be able to live in a society in how um, the current generation deem um, is better. Yeah. <laughs> So to start off, we are going to start with a little bit of history on the education, the kind of education that we have in Ghana. So, you know, Ghana is one of the Commonwealth nations, which means that we were once colonized. But we've had a couple of European countries come down here to come and colonize us because now we know Trump. We're not strong. So um, basically what happened was that um, education dates back actually from the late 1592 where the Portuguese came to the Gold Coast. Initially, Ghana was called Gold Coast, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Ghana was called Gold Coast and then the, the Europeans came down here. And then the reason why they were educating the blacks, basically, was to be able to um, preach the gospel to them. You get it. So that was the main reason why they started educating the blacks. So um, after some time, they started having kids with the the locals. You get me. So it's now turned into having to educate their children. You get it. Like when we started, I said that education is one of the means in which the current generation teaches or molds yeah. the 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 newer generation or the children as to how we want our society, the kind of society that we want to build. Yeah. So they started teaching their children, uh, which we call mulattoes, or some people will say mixed race. They started also uh, teaching those children um, how to how to, um, how to to live, how to bring up themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, apart from that too, I mean, the af- apart from the Portuguese, we also had the Danes, the Dutch, and then later, the British also came down. They also had some form of formal education for the locals over here. So, um, in 1881, we had about 139 schools. During those times, it was the British that were occupying our motherland, which was Gold Coast by then. And then they, they had systems, uh, different kind of educational systems that they were using over here. And um, they actually had like a director for education who as at the time was a white guy so he even though he was a white guy he was um taking care of like this land which was a good coast for in in place of the uh, the the queen or king or whatever it was he still had plans for like the people so definitely he he wasn't gone or ever or something so he needed to have some people who are trained to understand how um, the British colony, the British colony works, you get me. So it means mm. that they had to educate the local indigenous to be able to read documents, to be able to do some form of clerical works. Mm-hmm. So that was also another reason why they had to have some form of um, organized formal education over here in the Gold Coast. Uh, 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 that's a lot of history right there. Personally, though, <laughs> I don't think I know half of that history. <laughs> yeah, 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 but it's all good. It's all good. We are learning a lot over here. So, um, we, so after all of these things were happening, um, we had the first college in the Gold Coast, which was the uh, the Prince of Wales College. Did you know that the Prince of uh, Achimota College was once called the Prince of Wales College? Nah, I didn't know about it. Yeah, 
So Achimota was actually the first Kali that we had. Um, from Achimota, we had a couple of other additions to help in like teacher training. So that we have teacher trainees to be training teachers. And then uh, we later came to have our tertiary educations league on and stuff like that. So yeah, the educational industry in Ghana has some form of some um, form of history, and I yeah. think our listeners should do a little bit of research to understand where we are coming from. Yeah, and personally, I think that dating back to the 1900s and stuff or past, I feel like the whole point of education was basically to give more, like someone should be able to think and basically logically to gather a person's logic and stuff to solve a particular problem. I think that that was the core foundation of education to make people, give the people some form of space for them to think and bring their ideas so that we can deliberate and basically build up a dialogue to make sure that our society becomes better. I feel like that was the whole essence of education, historically. Yeah, so uh, moving to the current form of education now, <laughs> I don't know, how, how, how do you think um, education has changed from the past and now? Do you think, do you think it's still the same or do you think like there's been um, a major change from how they used to educate people back then and now? What do you think, me? Okay, um, so I think in the older times, the the length of education from, let's say, primary school to tertiary was quite long. I mean, you had to do primary school, which you start at age six. Yeah. So from age six, you start primary one or something, whatever it is. And then you go to sit form and everything. I think that was about 17 years or 16 years. Yeah. But now it has been yeah. cut down you have little kids who are now entering to university and stuff like that. Yeah, right now, um, right now, I think generally, okay, so for, for we have basically in Ghana, we have like three sectors, right? We have basic education, secondary education, and tertiary education. That's Those are the three levels. Every typical, I'm not saying every individual, but like generally, every typical individual goes through. So for the basic education, it's that like we have like six year primary education, then maybe three years, that's JHS. So we have, so that's nine years in total. Then after that, you move to the secondary education. The second education, it depends. Um, we've had different tenors of government and some, under some government, the secondary education was like three years and the some two was like four years. So yeah. it's, it's, it, was, it wasn't a, like a static thing. It was a more dynamic thing, depending on the kind of government that was in power. Yeah, and because I think personally, I went to three years. I think someone went, some people went to four years. Yes, I was yeah. in the four year system, and yeah. I had to complete with some of my juniors. She has shame upon like those. Yeah. they yeah. were not respectful at all. They were completing yeah. with us. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well. So then, after that, then you move to tertiary education. Tertiary education typically it's it mostly also has its own demarcations. That's there's HND, there's um, typical four-year degree, and there are others. So, by the most that you can go, depending on the course you take, averagely, it's like four years, right? So, that's it. Yeah, so, um, I think the tertiary education, especially for universities like this, it's always been four years. It yeah. hasn't been like the secondary education where it keeps on changing, like sometimes four years, sometimes three years. So, like, how, how do you feel um, about writing your first major exam, like the DC? How, how was the experience for you, like? Um, I think I was, I don't know, I think I was scared back then because it was an external exam, right? It was, like, different um, examiners that were setting the exam for you, like, general, who the whole is JHS in Ghana, like, you have external examiners. So, writing external exam, you know, you don't know them, so you don't know what, they didn't teach you, so they can't say that, okay, um, we are bringing this in the exam or that in the exam because we didn't teach you. They just have the entire curriculum. So it was a little bit of, okay, what if they bring stuff that you don't know? That kind of fear is there. Or what if what I know is not adequate? Yeah. And basically, I had that kind of contemplations, and bah, it was all good. It was all good. Yeah. Um, with me, the BC was also one of the times that I learned how to do mining. Uh, mining basically means learning... Uh, during the midnight so me and a cousin of mine he's called mutala 
would stay up all night we were studying hard we were burning the midnight candle and all of those things and by the grace of god after we wrote that exam even though like always the first the first paper was always the thing you know that was where like you, you felt a lot of anxiety yeah. but after the first paper it's it's kind of receipts a little yeah so i remember <laughs> i remember there were some of my 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 classmates that were saying that me intimidating because <laughs> like when they call me that oh, Charlie, help me with this thing i'll not mind them and stuff like that and see the truth is it wasn't like that the truth was that me i'm the kind of person that if i'm not done with mine if i've not sorted out something i can't be able to like help someone else because i'm not really good at multitasking and that was part of the reasons why they fought that way but Charlie, friends are friends we patched things out after interesting so and uh, what about secondary school what school did you attend um, I attended St. Martin's Secondary School. Oh, okay. I also yeah. went to Apam, Apam Senior High, one of the schools that was um, instituted by Kwame Nkrumah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, typically um, SHS life, I think the typical SHS life, bullying, all those things, I think almost everyone went through that phase and it was an interesting phase. Especially the boarding house effect, yeah? Like making sure that you make sure that like the food that you have the resources that you have you use them wisely in order to basically go through because like, you have like i think three months for each term or something yeah and they give you provisions and all those things so like you're living alone yeah you have to go dine and all those things so you have to cater for yourself like and i think that that thing was a very it's a drastic change from going home in school and you now staying alone for like three months I, th- I think it was a good it was a good learning experience but have you noticed that like there's a difference between people who went to boarding house and those that didn't yes the people who didn't go to boarding house they, they are easily <laughs> they easily cry yeah they are easily faced <laughs> by stuff because Charlie boarding house hard boys in crown boarding house was, st- uh, was mad it was mad Charlie we they do garish you know what do you know what is gashit Basically, like you made Gary and, and Chito. Yeah, Gary and Chito. Yeah. We were eating Gary and Chito, Beke, Manke. You know what is Manke? Ahumachin. Like, so right after you've gone to mining, you come back. You were eating Gary and Chito. And that's why, that's part of the reasons why today I get some small pot belly. Because of the gas <laughs> shit. That thing was setting up concrete uh, in our stomachs. Yeah. So, I mean, we had a lot of experiences in SHS. I remember. And when we were there, when we were in school, bullying and stuff like that. I mean, our yeah. house prefect, I really remember Pa. See, I go to camp, Mohammed Atalata. Bro, the way that nigga groovy, the way that guy has beaten us. Hey, so, <clears throat> uh, this one, hairbrush, right? So, the hairbrush, when you do something bad, he will not belt you. He will not, he's not going to beat you with yeah. his belt. Rather, he will call all the form ones in front, yeah. right? Then he will. Like if he mentions your name and then your plot that you were supposed mm-hmm. to service, you didn't do it well. Yeah. He's going to use the hairbrush on your calf. Silly pains. <laughs> the wickedness, the wickedness in the heart of. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me not go there, please. <laughs> right, so fine. But how do how do you think the education was typical? Like, what's your experience in like SHS? The education, like the teachers, the. Um, courses or let me say the subject that you were taught how how are they hmm. okay so you see i have this kind of um, first principles approach to studying right yeah. so when i'm studying something most of the times i have to understand the why mm-hmm. right and where yeah. it's coming from and i'm the kind of person who pictures when i'm studying right but then the kind of educational system that we have you have i'm not saying a palm teachers were not good or anything like but sometimes to understand them, the time, the length of time that they had to teach yeah. was quite small, yeah. right? So when they come, everything is more theoretical. And for someone, someone like me who was very visual in my, like in how I studied, yeah. it was a little bit difficult for me. So I had to, like something like a principle, I have to go over it multiple times because yeah. now I was learning by root, yeah. what we call true and poor. Brofone yeah. uh, root Matthias here. Yeah. So no, I was yeah, road memorization, yeah. Yes. So I was learning by root. So I had to like true and put, true and put, true and put, before it would stick in my head. Do you get me? So I had to 
give in more effort to be able to do something small because i wasn't getting the kind of um kind of learning requirements that my brain needs you get me and also apam senior high was not grade a or list a kind of school so we didn't have a lot of facilities in our where you do the experiments or friend them oh, okay it's like science lab and stuff yes in our science lab we didn't have a lot of um, the apparatus and things yeah. for the experiments okay. so everything is like you have to imagine yeah do you hear me and yeah. it wasn't really the best you understand and science is a very much hands-on thing yeah it's a, like uh, basically yeah, yeah. science is very 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 much hands-on and most of the things we the were experimental not doing, so. yes we were not doing a lot of the experiments so that was part of the things that i didn't like about school and also i remember part of the reasons why i don't enjoy chemistry or i didn't enjoy chemistry was because we were not doing the experiments yeah yeah adding formula yeah adding <laughs> you added compounds that you've not seen before you understand yeah, and then when you come to class you'll be doing that each then you connect each to yeah. some each hydrocarbons yeah. and all of those things. Yeah, Charlie, yeah. I, I really, I really didn't like it at all. Well, personally, um, I don't know, but for me, it was. Well, it, I think it's the same. It's the same thing. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that dedication. I, I feel like the teachers did their best, but. Oh, the sad thing about dedication or secondary education, let me pass about secondary education, is that you go to school, they will teach you something, you learn, you you find ways and means to understand it, that's fine. But when you come out of school, you don't know what to do with that information. I feel like that that, that is the core problem of the secondary education and basic education. Like, okay, yes, I can read and write. That's fine. But then, it's not about reading and writing, just about reading and writing. It's about how you formulate logic, how you identify problems, how you formulate the problems to solve a particular problem. The sharks because, are talking. Because, like, me going through school, definitely, you taught me mathematics, you taught me, let's say, algebra, basic algebra, quadratic, all those things. That's fine. I can, I can solve the thing on paper. But now, how would I use quadratic outside the classroom? Like, in the real world, how will I use let's say me know me being able to find the area of a circle or the perimeter of a rectangle how will i use that in 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 my basic lifestyle see and i think that's the problem that a lot of students face when they get out of school because now they don't know how to apply what they've learned i think it's easier for vocational people because now they okay typically vocational people like maybe you go and learn carpentry or you go and learn home economics, right? So you, you know how to cook, or you basically know how to cook, do some food stuff, or maybe you know how to do soup. Maybe you know how to, for carpentry, you can do some carpentry work. So when you come out, at least you have hands on something that you can do something profitable to your society. But with it, I, I don't say, with it more like, I don't know how to put it, I don't know how to segregate it, but the people who learned, like, we didn't do technical stuff or vocational stuff with that i don't know how to tell me but let me put it that way it's harder for us to now apply what we've learned because i did physics i did biology i did chemistry i did elective mathematics the mathematics that i ran in school was like mad it was like you do a lot of granular work yeah you do a lot of proofs you do a lot of stuff now when i come home what can I, I I can't typically apply what I've learned. Like, what am I applying it to? That, that's the whole problem. Even identify a problem. So I, I feel like the whole education, we now have to now, I feel the problem in our secondary education is helping students, right, to basically formulate problems. Because I feel like if you know how to formulate a problem and look at and research in how to find a solution, I think that's a way better way of um, teaching a kid that way than how we're taught i think that that me i feel like that's why that's what i found problematic in our secondary education so um um uncle yeah i want to ask the kind of education that you had at the secondary level yeah if you were to be the educations minister yeah how how do you think you could have done it differently Mm -hmm. right what kind of policies do you think could have been put in place to kind of give the kind the ideal secondary education that yeah. like you you vision you envision yeah so so typically so what i would do if i was an educational minister <laughs> i don't know if i would be but like back in currently i'm not so like let's see if i was right 
So let's focus on secondary education, right? Because basic education, I think it, it, it does that. At least know your math, know some science, know some English and all those, know some Ghanaian language. That's fine. Really just, that's fine. But when it comes to se- secondary education, that's more like... Now you have the foundation. Now they are building a little bit structure, kind of, right? So now what... If our education, what I'll really focus on the education system is problem solving, right? I, f- I feel like... So what I'll inject in educational... Um, secondary education is problem solving like that itself should be like let's see an entire an entire subject that should be part of the educational system okay you see like because see it's easier to mold a kid's mind like if you are between the ages of let's say 13 and 16 or 13 and 18 let me be raised 18 it's easier to now mold the person to how the person thinks if the person crosses 18 now it becomes harder right yeah. so like if now there's now now we we have that subject in the secondary education like problem solving subject or critical thinking or logical reasoning these three things right now if that is injected in the educational system i feel like it to be way different it's, it's, it's not about I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not saying that there's no there's no there's no there's no problem solving kind of in our educational system but it's the way it's structured typically you come in um, let's say i'm solving a math problem right Typical math problem. They'll say, okay, um, solve for X or something, 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 that kind of stuff, right? But what if that solve for X? Now you take an industrial problem, bring it down, now formulate it in a like okay, let me ask you a question. What's the typical use of quadratic equation? Like why 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 what's the essence of algebra? Why algebra? Why are we doing algebra? You see, you see, all those questions, yeah. we don't even know like Typically, they just come in same ax plus b is equal to c. That, 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 that's a linear equation, right? So, how is ax? I understand that when you go higher in education, you understand it. That's fine. But I'm not saying that explain it to the kid then. I'm saying that at least give the kid a kind of general problem in society so the person understands it. Um, so answering the same question, I think I'll go a different route in the sense that um, I think for secondary education, that's where we need to have a lot of more um, experiments, right? So from primary school, I know from age 6 to let's say around 10 to 12, that's when kids are very, very inquisitive, right? Primary school. So from there to secondary, maybe half of secondary school, a lot of experiments. Because that's when you, you start getting interest. So from there, from secondary school, you should know that, oh, okay, this is what I want to pursue, right? So what will give you more interest? The experimentations. Why is it secondary school, rather? Is it, is it the, like, primary JHS? Primary J, you see, that when you are making an experiment, right, mm. you should know why you are making the experiment. Yeah. You should know that this, like, this is, a, this, the name of this as um, apparatus sorry this is the name of this utensil this is the name of this thing right so you mm-hmm. can learn all of those things they have things let's say a primary with a little bit a little mixture of the experiment but yeah. then when, when you get to the senior high school yeah. it's with more experiments based you get me so yeah, i get you yes so by the time you get to the university that's when you start using the experimentation and all of those things mm-hmm. to be solving more questions do you get it? So the university is where you'll be doing more application of the um, applications of the things that you've learned to yeah. solve to solve some of the questions that you have. Do you get me? Yeah, that's I, my opinion on that. Yeah, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. I feel like in everything, there's a formulation stage, there's an experimental stage, there's um what's the other stage? Is that another stage? The problem, the problem solving, itinerary. Okay, then you basically you have to state the problem. You have to the problem, state the problem. Then once you state the problem, you analyze the problem, analyze the problem. Then you experiment on the problem. After you experiment on the problem, then you look at the results or the data and analyze and and the f- then the fifth one is conclusion. So typically, that's how generally the um, scientific method, the scientific like yeah. that that generally how it goes through. Right. 
yes i feel like experimentation is like it's really important like and and me the reason i'm saying products of me in the sense that you see government will say that okay maybe they don't have resources yeah to buy these apparatus and all those things that's fine so i'm looking i'm looking at a situation where you have minimal resources but you are still maximizing the kind of um, output that you can get yeah let's put that way kind of because if if all, all in, a, in a typical I- idealistic environment it's very good i have a lot of experiment to for children to understand what, what they are doing yeah? yeah and like saying that government doesn't have the funds right yeah. understand that government doesn't have the funds but then when you go to youtube right yeah. there are a lot of experiments yeah on youtube there are a lot yeah. of 3d animated yeah. videos yeah. right on youtube yeah governments can pay some of our artists right to kind of animate some of this experimentation if you can't buy the apparatus when no. you have this animation you can spread it out even up no, from the, south to north no that's not even the problem no no the, the, I, I feel like the main issue is that yes we, okay they don't have resources to buy them but see on youtube students can go on youtube and watch this stuff and yeah. have some form of understanding of it you, yeah. sometimes you don't necessarily have to do that thing manually like physically but if you see someone doing it you're like okay you get a general idea about what the person is yes. that is good that's good enough yes so i think that the whole point is but that also counts to some form of resource yeah now you have to maybe the it lab or those things it's limited to students because a typical um, um secondary school of let's say 800 or 1000 people they have an IT lab of let's say 30 or 40 computers. But yeah? I mean So, so I how many students can use those computers at a time? I get what you are saying. I get what you are saying. Right? Yeah. But then see, if you 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 really invest in these IT labs, mm-hmm. right? The IT labs are not going to serve only science purpose. True. Because look at how our current world is going. Right, yeah. you you will get there. Chat GPT and all of these things. Yeah, it's it's really scary. I mean, Neuralink and all of that's fact. These new technologies that are coming. Do you know the the number of people that are going to lose their jobs? What kind of what kind of education are we, are we giving ourselves? Right? What kind of education are our parents yeah. giving? Like, what kind of education are they paying for? Right. See, that that's true. But me, at the end of the day, let's see, let's let's see. Because if, if you're in a position of power, let's say minister or let's say MP or anything, right? Even though you want to solve these kind of problems, the thing is, the fact is, we are a third world country. The number of resources that we have to solve these particular problems is very, is very, very low, right? Me, I'm, I'm assuming in the fact that, let's say there, there's no resources, how do you tackle that problem? Okay. So, um, this is where I think you're getting wrong, seriously. Yeah. Because, like I told you, most of the time when I'm tackling something, I like to do first principles. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, what, what is education? Education is like you're training people in how mm-hmm. you want the society to be like. Right? Yes. What kind of society do we want as a people? Yeah. Right? Do we want um, a technological, like heavy technological society? Or we want mm-hmm. a society that is like Zen-based, where... People can go out, experience nature, like all of those things. L- like you have to think about it. Like what kind of society do you want to have? But you can in Ghana, our society is agricultural based. Yes, it's agricultural based. But what kind of agricultural like um, policies? What kind of policies are you putting in place in such a way that I'm coming in such a way that um, people will be encouraged to have like backyard gan- uh, gardening, right? Because no, because even here in Accra, there are people who rear goods. They have sheep and stuff like that. But I don't think that's the no, no. See, the core issue of the education problem is that the education system mm-hmm. defeats the purpose of agriculture. Kind of like if right now you go to school and say you want to be a farmer, I, I like typically are you even serious? It's it's like not, like it's people because they, no, they've painted now education is like education in Ghana is like this, right? This is how people view education now. When you go to school. Like basic education, second education, university. Then you come and do what an office work. That is how it's painted, from grounds up. But it shouldn't be painted like that. Education is not to work in an office. Going through an educational system isn't supposed to mean that. What you have to do is come out and solve a problem. Yeah, that's what education is, right? And if you are, and if you are a country that is agricultural based, right? 
Me, fair enough, I don't know why they are building more schools. They should build more farms and put youth into farms. Like, I didn't, because, like, because w- the, the thing is, what drives our economy? Ghana economy is, is driven by our culture, our cultural beat. It, it's either our culture and maybe natural resources, that's mining, like, gold and all those things, right? So now, take, oh, look, if you look at the number of years we spend in education, let me, let's count right now. Nine years, I think six years in primary education, three years in junior high, that's basic education, that's nine years, right? Then secondary education, three, depending on, okay, let, generally, let's say, minimum, three years. Mm. So that plus nine, that's a 12. Yeah. Then plus four years, typically, yeah. generally, in university, four 16. years. So that's 16 years. 16 years. Guy. <laughs> 16 years. That's, hey, that's, and, that's and, a lot. You're spending 16 years in, in education, and the whole and your mind that is and your mind is tuned to just work in an office. See, it's and they, you, they, no no. And the funny thing is, when you come out of from that system, then they start to tell you that you have to what adapt to the system, or you have to now let you spend. See, you, spending sixteen years to formulate your mind is not an easy number of years, and you want me to use just one year. Or how many years do you want me to use to reformulate that mind? Okay, so see, this is where I think we get it wrong as a people or those that are in leadership are getting it wrong. You see, I, I've, even though I wasn't, um, like I'm not that old, but then when I heard that our former president, Mahama, mm-hmm. right, was converting our technical universities to yeah. universities, I was actually very sad because you see, every, I think every country has, a growth process or stages, right? Yeah. So you start from the subsistence where, like, you you grow your own food yeah. to be able to be manage to be able to manage your people. Yeah. After that one, then you go to the industrial stage. Then from the industrial stage, you go to the services stage, right? Yeah. Currently, I don't think Ghana is industrial enough. You see, that's why when we gain our independence, yeah, Kwame Nkrumah started instituting a lot of factories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right, because you need to have a lot of your people in the blue color jobs, right? So yeah. you have to have a lot of your men working, a lot of your women working, like in this engineering, um, some sewing, like fashion, and all of those yeah. things. And you see, it's like how many how many vocational schools do you know? Vocational schools? I don't know a lot. Yes, I know. I know, I, I know of um, I think ATTC. Yeah, and then um. Normal, I, I heard some school is called normal. They are a uh, technical school. It's called normal. Yeah. Normal. Normal. That's the name of the. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I normal. heard Charlie the way they are rowdy. <laughs> Anyways, so there are not a lot of technical institutions that are training a lot of our yeah. people. And right now, if someone wants to build, you see a lot of uh masons and uh, tilers yeah. and those things. They are coming from Togo. Yeah. Right. And a lot of our people are going through to do political science. Me, no, me, me, me that's the problem. Right now, the education system is like, see, get a degree. But 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 that's why that's why I was converted from technical universities to universities because technical universities don't give degrees. They give HNDs. That's the highest HNDs, right? Yeah. So you have to come from a technical university then go to university before you can get a degree. That's why they converted technical university to university so that people get to a degrees. But I feel like degree is not degrees is not the is, is not the issue. Yeah, I think I think see that's what I'm saying. I think we are jumping the gun. So first of all, we have to make sure that we have an economy of we ourselves like growing the food that we eat, right? Using the things that we produce ourselves, like our carpenters producing the furniture that we use, our um, our tailors and seamstresses. Yeah. Um, sewing the shirts, the attires that we wear, and our engineers being at the forefront of the mining and things like that. Because at the end of the day, if you go to school to do this degree, political science, mathematics, chemistry, and all of these things, these are like pure science, right? And pure science requires like research and yeah. requires a lot of capital to be yeah. invested into it for, um, what's the name? For research and all of these things, so that you can use whatever knowledge or whatever you discover, you can use it to have some some sort of capital gains. But do you right, do you but it's res- it's resource intensive. 
to be able to make like capital out of those things. So after you complete school, if you don't have some link somewhere to go and work with some company, or you don't know some lecturer B that will help you to gain some school B outside for further education, mm-hmm. that means that you are coming to become a teacher. Right? And yeah. over here in Ghana, teachers, how much are they being paid? Now, our president said that if, 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 if you're a teacher, you shouldn't expect to become rich. But that thing was, that was very, very insensitive. No, but that's, it. that's true. That's it's a fact. Tr- listen, listen, listen. It's true, right? Yeah. It's true. But then if you have teachers that are being paid, how much? Is it 2,000 or 1,000, whatever? It depends, on, it depends on your rank as a it teacher. It depends on their ranks. I'm just saying there. I'm, I'm, I'm. See, I'm not saying. See, sentimentally, I understand. Yes. But for fact, wise, is the truth. But sentimentally, I understand. Understand where I'm coming from. That sentiment, I, I, I agree with you. But as a president, should he have said that? Definitely not. But when I look at the books, it's a fact that he's just stated that. Okay. When I look at the numbers of um, um, teachers around, I look at their average pay. Typically, an average um, pay of a teacher is like around like two thousand, right? And if it's just any 2,000, no matter how, how I'm, I'm not saying, see, the thing is, we are assuming that you're only doing teaching. That's your salary you're living on. That's, what, that's the assumption we are doing, right? I'm not saying, obviously, teachers have, um, they have other things. That, that's fine. I'm talking about a typical teacher who is, who is living on the 2,000 salary that he has from the government every month. Yes, you can't be rich. It's as simple as that. That's what I'm saying. So, um, we are not just going to rant about some of the issues that we have in our educational system. But then, like you guys already know, or for some of our listeners that do not know, we read mathematics at KNUST, where <laughs> we did a, a lot of magic. So we have one of our mates who went on to become a teacher after school, and we would like to welcome him to give us a little bit of insight on like the process and some of the challenges that they face and all of those things, and then so that we can get a little bit understanding of the educational industry that we have in Ghana. So um, his name is AJ. AJ Styles. That's the, the guy name that we're giving him. But his real name is Marfo. Yeah. So um, AJ, what's up? Charlie, Adeo, what's up? Charlie, we do senior, we do senior. You are, you are welcome to Loud in Accra. Um, it's a podcast that we have where right. we, discuss, we discuss things about the, the society. The Ghanaian society, um, Accra, for example. So, um, AJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. Just something small so that we can have some background. Okay, something small. What do you want to know? Ah, (laughs) AJ My name is Prince. (laughs) Marfo. My name is Prince. Marfo, yeah. Yeah. But this one, okay, I bought my phone name, Noyawa. (laughs) (laughs) Noyawa, Noyawa. Yeah, uh, so, I'm on a criminal of the university. Yeah, yeah. He and I'm 28 years old. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's what I can say. Yeah. So Prince was also my 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 roommate when I was on campus. Yeah. So we we're, we're quite tight. Anyway, so Prince, tell us a little yeah, bit about yeah, yeah. your journey into how you became a teacher. Like, what 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 made you go into teaching? Was that always has that always been what you had wanted to do? Okay, actually, growing up, teaching was never my career. But then, you know, the country we did inside, Charlie. As <laughs> they go, then some priorities they change. Yeah. So it means. So then I decided teaching now, now go feel get job easier. So I branch go the teaching side. I see. Was it was it easy to get into? What was the process like? Actually. It wasn't 
quite easy for others, but it was quite easier for me. I did my service at Konongo Dumasi, so I was actually teaching. So after the service, I got a permanent job to teach in a girl's school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, nice. Hey, nice, girl's nice. school. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. At least you have something good. Girls will not do anything. Oh, do anything. oh, oh. See, seeing their beautiful face will even motivate you to teach better. Oh, oh, Charlie, there were times, Charlie, my first time I enter class, boy, they are decisive. Boy, I see women, men, boy. Then me, I become more them. Charlie, maybe now. It wasn't easy. Ah, senior man. I know that you did, Charlie. You never go slack. Anyways, yeah, anyways. Yeah, so, how was the teaching experience like? I mean, okay actually it was quite okay it was great i love teaching so i would say it was great yeah oh, okay so you were, were you having the amenities that you needed to teach were you having like maybe your laptop okay. or something yeah personally my school wasn't quite bad as compared to the others but i would say everything we needed for the teaching to go on was provided so I see. So was it a blackboard or it was a marker? It was a whiteboard marker. Oh, okay. Okay. A white marker board, yeah. So hey, it was white marker then board. it was a grade A school. Well, it wasn't a grade A school. I think it's grade B also. It was grade B. Oh, okay. I see. So what were some of the challenges that you guys were facing at, as teachers? Challenges. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see if I'll get some. Challenge, 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 challenge. Did you have a bungalow? No, 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 no. I think we are we have about uh over hundred staff members, but the ones staying on campus are about just ten percent of them or so. I see. So were you paying for so your own accommodation or government was providing you? Yeah, so you are paying for your own accommodation outside school. Out of your salary? Of course, yes. Wow. So what about those that had a bungalows? Were they paying out of their salary? Something? Uh, I think with those in the bungalows, the government covers some, but they pay their own bills also. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. But I mean, um, teachers keep on complaining that their term, the the terms of service, is not good. Their salary is not good. They don't have this. They don't have that. Do you have something to talk about concerning that? Mm, the salary issue, there, Charlie. Salary no good. To be frank, no good. But how are you going to do it for money? But it wasn't good at all, at all. At not good. Typically, like, averagely. I'm not saying say exactly amount, but, like, in the range. Averagely, yeah. uh, someone with a degree could get around uh, 1,009 to, like, 2,500 a month. So, <laughs> ah, so you let's... have to pay your rent, then your bills... Yeah, uh, it's actually not as good as that. Yeah, I see. Wow, that that's very interesting. Thousand nine hundred. Now thousand nine hundred. How much are you paying for accommodation? You have to pay your utility bills. I mean, imagine you have kids also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your DSTV bills and things. That's why I talk to you. No good. We are talking about DSTV. Let's talk about DSTV. They say that they can't claim your cable, 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 cable license. They did it. Wow, that's interesting. Oh, sorry. So, what about the kids? What about the kids? Like, what were some of the issues that, like, some of the students faced? That you had to. Okay. I'll be check like the cough one. One of the cases is turn right. You see, make everybody go school. So, so everybody go school. The green, the green thing that some people they carry around the school. Yeah, Charlie, no good, never good, never good. You still they try one of the best. Because somebody go fit trans school, he himself, you know, free rep, so for real. How you go fit policy person? Oh yeah, for real. For real, bro. Ah oh, man, that, Some that, people that, couldn't mad. spell their names. 
Yeah, then I get some students. He will rap in name. He name the Beatrice. He rap the Beatrice. Ah, he go free rap. The B capital. Then rap the E small. Then rap the A capital letter. Ah, Sally. so she know if you distinguish between capital letters and so, small letters, like lower letters. What you will see, boy. What you will see, eh? <laughs> but I'm sure this person could have been a better seamstress or like you know something. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Actually, since it's a free school. Just like Obia persuaded or joining in. So, yeah. so what about yeah. what about accommodation for students? Were the dormitories enough? Like, was it large enough? Okay, I think for my school they had enough dormitories. Oh, okay. And then those staying nearby actually made the students. So, ah, so that was how they were able to fix it. Yeah. So, if you are staying yeah, nearby, you be a day student. If your the distance from the school is under much so you have to be a day student yeah i am um, when, when the double track system came but there are some around who are close to the school but still managed to be bodies yeah um quick question when the double track system came how 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 was the teacher the double track system yeah uh, okay it wasn't quite bad well actually i was uh i think i was a good teacher, yeah, but okay. I was saying to a green teacher, it wasn't actually bad because you get time to rest, you get oh, your okay. own vacations too, so okay. it wasn't that bad. Oh, okay, so you get time to do your other stuff, yeah. If you have other stuff to do, you get time to do it because okay. you do on vacation when they let's say the green track are home, oh, yeah. you also be home, right? But were, yeah. there, were there enough teachers? Because I heard that some schools were like they didn't have enough teachers, so they themselves were now doing. Uh, okay, good. my school had enough teachers for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you think it's because okay, it, it was a girls' school? I don't know for the other departments, but my department had enough teachers for that. Okay, 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 that's fine. That's interesting because I was listening to um a video discussion on City TV some time ago. Yeah, and they were okay. saying that. Um, some of the schools, um, I think, is it Presec? Even Presec, Presec, they were having issues with accommodation. And yeah, accommodation some of their, was accommodation was really a problem. Yeah, yeah some of their sanitation. Actually, houses you know, say Presec with this school. Yeah. Presec with this school, so yeah. everybody will all make him to give you Presec. Yeah, then yeah, send some. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, then send some. So sense. it could be said the population will play yeah, So this thing will be happening. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Prince, we were wondering, um, so currently, what do you do? Are you still a teacher? No, please. I stopped. Oh, oh why? I thought you, en- you enjoyed teaching. No the money no good. I enjoy teaching, but the money no good. So, how are you going to do it? Hey, so, your love for, for money overcame your passion for teaching? Uh, actually, Charlie, passion no the parent. <laughs> Passing on the buy rent. Let's say some. But how can we build our country uh, without passion? Charlie, like... I don't go think take passion go buy car. Hey. I don't go think take passion go buy food. Let's say some. So I have to stop. I see. I see. So I'm if I'm pry a little. So what do you do? Like are you still? Where are you? Are you still in Konongo? No. Uh, no, I'm not in Konongo. I'm not in Kumasi. I traveled outside to further my education. Wow, wow, wow. That's wonderful. So, will you be coming back here after you're done? Hopefully, if I get enough money, I'll come back to my country. <laughs> I love Ghana. Or oh, maybe vacations, yeah? Yeah, probably I'll come in for Xmas. Then send some. Then send some. Ah, so, you, then after you get the money, money. You, know, bring, you know bring the money for us to build the country. Did, he, money. Make the, did he make the money? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring... I'll bring part of the money to to Ghana. Part of it. Okay. So, um, AJ, um, one final question. If you have a friend or a family member, right, who wants to okay. stay in Ghana and wants to be a teacher, deep down your heart, what what would be the best advice that you can give the person? Hey, this question, yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Charlie, the teaching, as I say, the salary not shit that good, boy. At least it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. 
But so, would you want any family member of yours to be a teacher? Or your child? My family member, they will, you know, the job we're teaching the idea why so, not okay so yeah what we're, we're basically saying is that if you're unemployed at least at least at least at least at least respect the inside you'll be teacher so I see. respect the inside but i see money not the pockets then send some i see i see i see that's very nice um aj styles thank you thank you very much for giving us your time you're welcome bro god richly bless you all right May you find the money that you amen, want. Amen. When you get some, you send us some amen, the pounds. Amen. Amen. The pounds. Money should be the pounds. You the pounds. In the pounds. The pounds. Anything. Anything. They chop any currency apart from Ghana cedis. I just chop yours. I just chop pounds. Yeah. 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 So that they can make my money. Where go here? That's important. Ah, I heard it on the radio. Really? Now, say we won't need Ghana. You don't listen to me, baby. One city before to eat. Before to eat. I'm talking about the exchange, like when you you sell, when you sell the the cocoa. We sell safer. Yeah, when you sell it over there, like in Ivory Coast. Yes. Okay, okay. It doesn't matter the amount. Yeah. When you sell it over there, yes. It's it's more profitable than when you sell it here. No, that that not the. I don't understand. That that not the same. The sense for inside you say like you go sell for there, the money will get. You carry can you be? Yeah, yeah, and now understand what you're saying. That that they be true, but what what AJ they talk we see, if they send you money for safer. If they send you hundred cedis, where they send you hundred cedis, and we want you to take Charlie, Charlie. You know we hundred cedis you can take. You want take? You take the hundred cedis. Yeah, so beggars, well, like... beggars cannot be choosers. <laughs> would they send me be a magic? Oh, okay, we 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 are not sending. We are sending the safer forty eight, forty eight safer. I mean, they send me forty eight pounds right now. Hey, 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 Hi Charlie, Hi, Charlie, bro. thanks for that. So that one, that one, that one Exactly, Charlie. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Thanks for that time, man. We go vibe. We go vibe later. Bye bye. So, Uncle, um, if you have any last words to um the managers of our education, what would you like to tell them? Managers for education. Yeah. Yes, because it's a board of Agawan, but the GS. <laughs> yes, there is GS. We have uh, tertiary. Like, what, what, what advice would you give them? Looking at the resources that we have and everything, and no, those that I, make I, policies. I, I, I think there should be an advocacy that see, formal education is not the only way to make it in Ghana. So I feel like I feel like th- th- that's the picture. The youth thinks okay, our parents painted for us. Yeah, they painted it in such a way that if you don't go to school, you make it. Like, if you don't go to, um, you don't get, you don't have a degree, you can get a job. If you don't have, I think we should stop painting the idea. So it makes people feel like, okay, then I have to go to, I have to typically go to school. Because the way he said it, the girl can't even write her name. But she's going to school because it's free. So need to let me go some. But forgetting that, you'll be wasting your three years in school. Meanwhile, you could have learned a trade seamstress fishing like there's a lot of there's a lot of handheld trade i'm not saying see that's why i feel like for basic education everyone should have a basic education like typically everyone should at least learn to read write communicate in english or communicating like uh, something uh-huh, so they can communicate with other people that's fine but after that that one you can learn a trade you can perfect the, this thing. the money that you spend to go to tertiary today invest because at the end of the day you spend that money in tertiary education come out unemployed and you, now before you are going to learn now a trade. I come to learn a trade. Like, what kind of waste of time is that? So, I mean, that's my own. Like, at the end of the day, no. See, I'm, I'm not saying that former, like going to um, tertiary is no good. The thing is, if you have head, like if you, you really have head, you know that, okay, you know a child has, see, that's what, there's something I like about Ghanaian parents, eh? If your child has some head, you know, you know that your child has some head. Like, <laughs> like, like, Ghanaian parents, they will tell you. Like, if, if you are daft, they will tell you are daft. Okay, me, they, if, if I, when I was that, they told me I was daft. I know. So they told me, right? So, you know that your ch- your child is not 
typically educational, like typical formal educational inclined, right? So then you, you can make sure that, okay, you look at um, the, the skills that your child has and you put the person maybe um, seven, AC, um, um, what's it called? Repairing, fridge repairing, or maybe, see, funny enough, Charlie, why not that thing? It fetches manual. If someone fixes an AC for you, eh, it's like 250 cities. Wow. It ranges from 250 to 500 cities, depending on the kind of AC. Fridge, like those, dep- and, and the thing is, people think that degree holders or something, when they are working offices or banks, they make a lot of money. See, I can tell you for a fact that even truck drivers make more than managers in bank. Hey, no. L- let's assume. Let's typically assume, right? Let's say, let's say um, a truck driver makes 50 cities a day as profit, right? So they work every day. So 50 times what? 30, right? What's 50 times 30? That's 1,005. 1,005 as profit. Yeah, regarding everything. But that's the way minimum. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking off my head. I'm thinking off my head. I'm not, that's not even average. Average, you be like 200, 300 cities. But fifty, I'm like one. Like he, he, okay, he job like one hour. Pay. He can get fifty cities, like hands down. But the thing is, how many degree holders you spend four years in university to come out to university do national? How many do you pay national service? Isn't it five five nine? Why are you putting me on the no, spot? I'm, no, I'm telling you the facts on the ground. 559. Five, now, this person, he didn't even go to school. He, let, let's assume he didn't go to because you don't need, all you need is driver's license, right? Yeah. He didn't go to, okay, so the, the money that you spent to pay your university fees and everything, he accumulated it, got a driver's license. I can mess someone and vibe the person and doing work and pay. So I'm talking about like he has started work and pay and all those things and there's a profit he's getting, right? Who is better off? And this one, he can, if, if he, this one, he's his own business, right? He can make sure that, okay, I work during the night to make more money. So it's flexible, it's scalable. You degree holder, if your employer doesn't increase your pay, you have a choice. You don't have a choice. So um, basically, what if I were to advise um, managers of our education, what I'm going to tell them is that um, government, they should, um, they should speak to government, right? So government should put government should put in place policies right that would like if there are tools that we cannot produce here in ghana right government will outsource some of those tools like a lot of them even that, that and then train train people train our people mm-hmm. like in vocational institutions technical yeah. institutions yeah. and things like that on how to use these tools to create and manufacture the things that we need so that first of all the first thing that you have to be able to do as a country Right, is to be self-reliant because right now, if there is a world war, no, me, me, me mind, me we mind are going is, to be on the losing see, end. See, the, even the, though see, we are not the like fact the, active partakers. The funny in thing this is, war. the fact that the fact that even government has his hand in education creates a problem. Yeah, I feel like education should be an independent institution. That's true. Because like, see how they play with this secondary education, back and forth, back and forth, like. Four years, three years, four years, three years. They are, they are forgetting that it's someone's life. Someone's future. Double track, this double track that. They, they, just, they, just make it, they just make it an independent institution, like with a body on this one, with a board function. But when it comes to funds, okay, we'll give you this funds every year. That's fine. You do with it. Like how investors are. You see how investors are? Investors yeah. are independent. I'm not saying, I'm not, not saying, wholly. not wholly independent, but like, of course, obviously they get funds from government and this thing. But when it comes to the processes, like the decision making itself, is is government can that's why legislators can go strike like that, and they have to listen to them. And doctors are like doctors. If doctor, if lecturers go strike, they 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 wait as if a doctor is going on strike. But let SHS teachers go on strike and see. Yeah, you did it. That thing is free. That thing I so me that I feel like that's it. So um, listeners, dear listeners, um, the small advice that I have for you is that. The most important thing that you can do for yourself right now is to know how to read and write. The rest is up to, for you. It's up to you to write your own destiny, right? You can decide to be anything that you want to be. But what's very, very necessary is to know how to read, write, and then speak clearly and coherently. Do you have any other advice? Advice for someone? Okay, so, t- so I have two advice for 
two different people. There, I feel like there are two general people. There are people who are good with their hands and there are people who are good with their mind. First, figure out where you are, right? If you are good with your hands, I advise you go to vocational. I advise you that learn a trade, do something with your hand, move that side. And if you are good with your head, you can go through the education system. But me, I feel like why waste the four years and maybe this whole 16 years in education? The basic education, that's fine. The nine years is gone. That's fine. But secondary education, all those things, I don't see why you should waste your time to second education, tertiary education. At the end of the day, you can sit down, take a course online or something. Be, be self-disciplined. If you, really have, that's what if you really have head, then at the end of the day, I feel like just have your education. Because degree right now, degree is not nothing. Actually. You can take a professional, because if you want to do accounting, Right. You can take a professional education. If you want to do program sorted for you can take a professional all the professional educa- um, certificates in which you don't have to go to a typical university to write those things. And those want way more than actually the degree itself that you are even fighting for. But that doesn't mean that I'm demeaning the tertiary education this thing. But all I'm saying is that most of it is actually like it's actually just a waste of time, actually. And typically, like when you look when you generally look at the people who are rich. Like generally across the world, all of them they dropped out of school <laughs> because they were they, and the thing is they were smart, right? The smart people are dropping out of school. So what, what, what does this mean? <laughs> it means that Charlie, just do you. Man. So basically, learn how to read, write, learn how to learn on your own, and learn how to market yourself well. Bye. What's that you do, you know? Why am I saying, you know?